Business Geeks to the Business Geeks Podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and I have two wonderful co-hosts here with me. We got Jennifer Crawford of Sparent.co, as well as Samantha Riley from SamanthaRiley.global. And of course, you can get it at me at superjoepardo.com. Samantha, how are you feeling today? How's your, your day going so far? My day is very much just starting. I actually, okay, lucky we don't have smell vision because I skipped the shower to be here on time. <laughs> Good to know. Well, Good I, to I, know. I smell like roses anyway. I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> but Good thanks for asking, Joe. <laughs> you are so welcome. You're so welcome. Good morning, by the way, all Thank the way down much. in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Jennifer, how are you feeling today? I am feeling great, even better to be spending some time with both of you as well as Tim Possible in the chat. Thank you, Tim, for joining us again. We love friends. Uh, I can't complain. This day has flown by, though, and I I feel like I slid into the seat by the skin of my pants, but I'm I'm so glad that I did. I mean, (laughs) but but you're here. We're all here. here. And Joe, can I just say how it fine and dapper you are looking today (laughs) well thank you i appreciate it you know it's almost christmas time if you didn't know and (laughs) we need to deliver a seizure warning i'm just (laughs) yes it probably wouldn't be a bad idea it wouldn't be the worst thing to to talk about speaking of the worst thing to talk about we have a whole bunch of topics to get into today including how t-mobile has screwed up i got lots and lots and lots of dead trees here and sam you had something you wanted to bring up before we jumped into our rapid fire topic so please take the take the floor please can everyone just send some prayers to our friends over in the Philippines? All my team is in the Philippines. Super Typhoon Ray, well, that we call it Super Typhoon Ray. They're calling it Super Typhoon Odette has hit and it has hit like a freight train. And I haven't heard from my team yet. I know that you haven't heard from some of your team yet, Jen. So just sending prayers and hoping that everyone's okay. That's yeah, what I wanted to I share. Didn't- I actually hadn't heard about that yet, and I need to reach out to one of our team members that's in the Philippines now that I'm thinking about it. So hopefully everything is going to be okay for a majority, if not all of them. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So, so scary. Yeah. It is. It is. And, you know, to not to be able to bring the show to a high note just yet, I figured this was a good transition to talk about what happened the other day with all the tornadoes that happened in the Midwest. Apparently, there's a the story that went out about factory workers threatened with firing if they left before tornado. And at least at the time of this article, which was back on the 13th, updated on the 14th, eight of them lost their lives over at Mayfield Consumer Products Candle Factory because candles are a life and death situation, apparently. This makes me so angry. Disgusting. I just, how does this happen? It just, to me, it makes no sense. I actually really struggle with the words for something like this. This is like people's lives, like that's the number one thing. And then the other things come after that. Like candles, really? It just makes no sense. It's profit before people at Amazon, obviously, instead of the other way around. I feel like this is, this should be 
the level of a criminal charge, in my opinion, yeah. because it is so neglectful and egregious to expect people to work when their lives are in danger. And with that said, you know, if you are working for somebody and they expect you to stay in the midst of a tornado, please leave. I mean, please, mm-hmm. please feel that you have agency over your life, you know, despite your job. They may seem like overlords, but ultimately you need to take care of you and your family. And although it seems like you need a job to do that, you need your life more. But I'm, I'm not, I don't want to victim blame at all, but I just am so, so saddened by this outcome. It, that was so unavoidable. I mean, so avoidable. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know, I think it's important to don't be that if you're in that position to to make those decisions about whether or not something is safe or unsafe or potentially safe or unsafe. I mean, with tornadoes, I like I kind of get it because you're like, you don't know quite where they're going to be. So you're like, oh, do we leave? Do we not leave? Unlike a hurricane where it's like once it gets to a certain point, it's like, okay, we know this is coming there. It's it's not like a matter of if it's when right. On a on a very small spot, I get the let's not be quote un, over like abundant of caution, but you have to stop and think: Do you want to be that guy? Do you want to mm-hmm. be that girl that somebody ended up dying because you made the decision? You made that call to say, "Yeah, no." I clearly, there, according to this article, fifteen as many as fifteen workers beseeched. That's a word you don't see very often. Beseeched managers to let them take shelter at their own homes, only to have the request be rebuffed, according to the workers. So 15 people said, hey, 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 listen, we need to, like, I want to go. I want to be safe. At the worst case, I want to be with my families. And these managers, the maybe even ownership said, no, you'll just be fired. You'll be let go because candles come first. Hmm. I heard a little bit about what, what you said there, Joe, but how many times a year does this happen? It's not like it happens every day. Like, you have uh, to tornado- err tornadoes. Do so. So tornadoes happen every, quite, not quite often. Sixty-five days of the well, year. Well, no, right? and not to the level that was going to happen. Like they knew that this was going to be a thing. Like that this this yeah. was a really, really bad, wide-ranging storm that was coming through. But tornadoes do tend to happen in the Midwest. I mean, we have Tornado Alley. It's called that for a mm, reason. Mm, mm. But they obviously knew, right? If there was fifteen mm-hmm. people, that so they knew at that point you have to err on the side of caution. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, that's why it's so infuriating to put to that of like, oh, yeah, no, we, no, you guys can't leave because candles are far more important than than like being home. Because like at a certain point, it's like, look, we run a factory. If we run a factory, I don't know if it's a 24-hour factory there. I don't know the situation at all, right? But to me, you come in, you know, like, okay, we're going to be safe through the storm. And then we come back in and we do everything we can to get caught back up. And if it's not, well, we have the magic answer of supply chain issues. Everybody uses it, even even in cases where people aren't necessarily having their life being threatened by tornadoes or in typhoons or hurricanes or anything else like that. So, yeah, it's absolutely infuriating that 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 happened and, and it's devastating to to all the people that in the families that of the people that have lost their lives from not just from this situation uh, not just from the factory situation but as a whole is is absolutely uh horrible i mean mm. the destruction that was there <laughs> unreal 
Yeah. Well, and it's not the first. It's not the first time Amazon has been under scrutiny for the treatment of its workforce. So was this? This wasn't Amazon, though, was it? What, what, what was it? it? Mayfield Consumer Products Candle Factory. Oh, okay. Sorry. For some reason, I thought it was. I don't know. Why. I think Joe did mention Amazon for something else. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, so, so you're not losing your mind there. Okay, I'm not. Compl- <laughs> I haven't completely lost the plot. Um, so I will just say it's. This is not uncommon in factory situations where <gasps> employees are not considered, their health and welfare are not considered, only output and profit is considered. This is a devastating result of that type of culture, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people wonder, why are we in the middle of a great resignation? Well, we just have a, we have an obliterated factory and eight people dead to show you why, like mm-hmm. a disregard mm-hmm. for humanity in the workplace. Mm-hmm. You know, firstly, sending so much love to all of those families, especially like it's sad at any time, but to happen right before Christmas, this is just devastating. But second, you know, as entrepreneurs, this is something that we can really make sure that we bring into our culture. And I think that's why we're bringing up these topics to say we can do something about it. And we might feel like we've just got these little businesses, but we're still affecting people's lives. So I think that it is worth talking about these topics. And I'm really glad that you brought this one up, Joe, because we need to keep this top of mind. What are the culture that we're trying to, to create in our business and really to not be that guy or not to be that girl? Ding, ding. Absolutely. And that's exactly why I bring these things up as a reminder to people that are, you know, that put themselves into those positions of power to, you know, remember that we are all human. And again, you know, out of an abundance of caution, it doesn't hurt to have some compassion and be like, you know, maybe we get it wrong. I don't know, right? We all, we don't know until after it happens. But wouldn't it have been so much better to see this? And say, wow, I'm glad nobody was there and nobody died yeah, because okay. I wouldn't want to be in that, <laughs> Just, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, if you, there you go, Lou. Good to, so good yeah. to see you uh, so in the comments, So good to see you, Lou. Lou. Keep those hashtags coming. Yeah, yes. love Lou's hashtags. <laughs> so, yeah, so that that's that. Now, the next story I wanted to bring up. Now, something I always talk about in my videos is I always talk about the power of faces and how important like on social media, like you see it in the grids, on Instagram, and you see it in on, on the face, you know, on the websites, how important seeing people's faces are. And when you see it in the grid, it's almost like – You'll see pictures with people's faces and then you'll see pictures without people's faces in the same grid. And the engagement is usually much greater when there's people, you know, in the picture, when there's faces to be self-identified with. And so I always say this and one person uh, in my comments, you know, brought up, if I have to hear him say, you know, oh, I love seeing faces on the website, says Instagram or on social media, I'm going to lose my mind if I had to hear him say that one more time. Well, well, the point being is, is hey, it worked. So ding, ding, you, you memorized something. I've, I drilled it into your brain that it is that important. But I was watching a YouTube video from Think Media who does all stuff about like building a YouTube channel and mm-hmm. they did a video and I thought this was like a recent thing. Apparently Netflix did the whole, like they put the whole game out there and I guess nobody really noticed. They wrote an article all about the power of a picture and, and it goes in depth into explaining that. I, I mean, there's a whole breakdown in it, but it's not even that long of an article, but 
basically the ones that had emotions, people's faces, did for thumbnails, that is, do so much better on their platform over just not, you know, having faces. And yeah, so they like go into to showing like all the different uh, thumbnails and how their selection. So, you know, it's not just Joe having a, you know, making a decision. See, imagery is a powerful thing. It has the ability to move people in so, excuse me, so many different ways over the last few years. We have worked hard to learn how a winning combination of technology and creative, uh, creative helps members discover stories they will enjoy faster and ultimately have a better Netflix experience. And you can even see it. Like, here's the season one, right? Mm-hmm. Orange is the new black. So then they zoomed in with more emotion, right? And then they zoom in a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. she becomes more of the frame. And I've seen it with my own my own thumbnails on my channel. Like, the, you know, having my face actually was a deterrent for people to click on. As soon as I took my face off my thumbnails, more people clicked on them clicked on them right but it was but it was still filled with a face from shark tank with the classic shark tank background and all that so and the click-through rate went up so it's not just me you know yammering on about faces being important it's faces are important and like here's a multi-billion dollar international company that is basically saying the whole thing five years ago you know with data to back it up totally not arguing no, hit it. Hit, oh, hit, I was supposed hit to on the head. I'm <laughs> <laughs> supposed to argue. I, I get it. I faces. People trust faces. They want to see faces. Where we have, I have a face. I like other faces. Mm-hmm. It's what? What did what did Louis say? Be human. That's Be what human. it's all about, yes. right? Yeah, it's about yes. connection. About connection. Yeah. It does. It enables people to self-identify and, and put themselves in that story, right? That that they can help see what's going on. And, and the face has, I forget how, how many like million, like was it was not millions, but thousands of muscles in our face or something to that effect. It's Hundreds huge. of thousands. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. big number that, and all, every little muscle like plays a different part in being able to tell that story, right? A, a picture's worth a thousand words. And yeah, you don't always need faces. In fact, there are, instances where well, we say like I like seeing faces there's Instagram grids where there's pictures that have no faces that do better than others but it depends on the I guess the context in which that you know Instagram account is if it's a food one you know having a face Mm. might not be as powerful as having a really great looking dish like you know well prepared looking dish there Uh, Mm -hmm. plated dish I should say so you know there's nuance to it but i would say by and large like you're going to get more engagement you're going to get more attention by doing the things of like putting people's faces where they're supposed to be and this Mm. backs that up absolutely unless your audience is face blind Mm. you have a a podcast for people who are face blind is face blind I was just about to say, is it a thing? Is it actually a thing? That is a thing. I've not heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of that. Pagnosia? Prosopagnosia? I I don't know if I... What, they they can't recognize or distinguish between different faces? Yeah, not only that, but it's more common than you think. And I think they think that there's almost like a spectrum that, you know, there are people that just don't recognize faces, but then... There's also a surprising number of people that have some degree of prosopagnosia where they have a problem with facial recognition. Wow. Mm. 
There you go. I feel like I've learned so much already this morning. I don't know how that plays into this, you know, the marketing theory behind faces, but I find it's interesting. And I also wonder if there is a type of face that is, that garners more reaction. Like, do you have to be classically beautiful? Do you have to be, have a, an extreme expression or emotion? Does it depend on the person? Like there's probably even more Mm. to I don't know. I, it's very interesting, Joe. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Oh, no, no problem at all. No, I, I don't know if face blind would play into it because it's still a face, but like recognizing somebody's face yeah. uh, would be one thing. I, you see somebody somebody I used to play hockey with. They had like this big beard. Like their whole face was like covered in, in a beard down to like here, right? And they had a newborn or like a really young, like sub one-year-old and the, the one-year-old didn't recognize him when he finally shaved off the whole beard. Um, was like scared, like scared of him as if he was somebody completely different, which is I think kind of odd because like the other senses play should play into that. The smell, the sounds of the voice, you know, that kind of thing I would think would play in even at a, as a one-year-old but or sub one-year-old, but uh, apparently not mm. at that time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, use that knowledge in your marketing as you wish. Mm. Absolutely. Ding, ding. So speaking of marketing and small businesses, there was this article that I found here. Small businesses regain some lost ground as shoppers yearn for, quote, somewhere a little bit different. So finding other things to gift. And I've heard quite a bit of stories of people gifting experiences for this Christmas rather than for things because like getting things is kind of, you know, a little hard to do. Good to see you in the in the chat there, Chi. I hope you're doing well. Happy holidays, man. It's been a while. So, you know, this uh, article talks about them, you know, people going in and finding those those other other things. In fact, this is however Black Friday this year, the homemade candle business had its best-selling day in a nearly 30-year history heading wow. into the holiday season. The store is uh, the store now uh, six staff members sales are up by as much as 16% compared to a year ago and foot traffic is back. Yay. So, yeah, right. Ding ding for that. Totally. Yeah, I so I I I think you know it's, it's almost interesting to to look at that and say what other supply chain issues will be created because you know like oh we didn't have a candle problem all of a sudden there's a candle problem or well a candle I don't you know kind of based on our earlier talks of the factory and everything there might actually be a mm. candle problem in in here but you know all those things play a part in the overall supply chain of how everything comes together. And I guess my hope is that these small businesses that are experiencing the, this great you know, resurgence uh, are able to, to meet the demand. You know, they're able to maybe get those employees that they wouldn't have necessarily had, which, you know, is according to, you know, everybody in the media is almost impossible to find anybody. Mm. So, at the break yeah, that I'm, they want to pay. Yeah, I know that they're having troubles in Australia in some like service kind of industries. They're having trouble getting staff. But I think it's a really interesting time and it's going to be interesting for 
for quite a few months yet because the great resignation, I believe, I don't know this for a fact, but I believe won't really hit its kind of crescendo until March 2022. And what I personally haven't heard that. What any any light you could shed on that? The twenty twenty the March twenty twenty two part specifically. Yeah, I do, I don't know why it's then. I think it was talking about the fact that people are holding down their jobs as like to make sure that they've got it through the holiday season, make sure they're all good, and they're sort of coming back, you know, off the back of their vacations and going, yeah, nah, we're done, we're done. Yeah, well, and also the the people that are still working and places where a lot of people have made an exodus are taking on the brunt of that extra work. Mm-hmm. And I think they are, they are probably going to be hitting that, that period where they're really burnt out. And they're also looking at their former coworkers, seeing what they're doing and, and maybe uh, being even more tempted to leave and go out on their own. I read a statistic recently that was provided by a LinkedIn study that was looking at what people were doing that did leave their careers or their jobs, what were they actually doing? And a a tremendous number of them were starting businesses. Mm -hmm. So they're going out on their own and, you know, going the entrepreneurial route, which I think I loved actually personally to hear that because I think more people should consider starting a business than actually do. And at this time when people are leaving because they're, they're realizing they want more meaning in the work that they do and they want to be mm-hmm. more fulfilled and they want more balance. I love that they have made these choices for themselves. And I think other people are seeing that and it's a little contagious. Mm. Uh, so I agree with you, Sam. I don't think we've hit the crescendo of the great resignation. I think there's going to be a restructuring in, in all in every level of, of the workspace from corporate down. There's going to totally. be a restructuring. Interestingly, I did read an article where I interviewed two people that over the last 12 months where they have left their jobs. And I think one of them might have been a teacher and another one was in some corporate position where they were expected to do a lot of hours. And the the article was basically them being interviewed, are you glad you made the move? What was interesting about it is one of them was very glad she made the move and the other one said, Hmm, maybe the grass was actually greener on the other side and I think I've made a big mistake. So it was very interesting reading that article and, you know, it did go into depth around how much money they were earning, how much that impacted their super, which I think is 401k over there, like the money that they retire with, you know, the other implications that some people haven't thought of. So it was a very interesting article, but I don't have it to share because I didn't know we were talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, uh, okay. that's the point. <laughs> oh, sorry, what were you going to say, Jan? I, I think it's fine. I didn't have my LinkedIn study at the, you know, in my browser. So I was just going by memory, but Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I like like keeping both of you on your toes and unprepared. Don't so, you just? <laughs> I do, I do, because you get more of a you know, you, um, I don't know, genuine opinion on off the off the cuff, top of your head, and, and from what you know, and to challenge you to remember things going forward. So, gosh, you can now be everything I read this week, everything. you're gonna be like, just in case we have to remember the details. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the test. It's gonna be on the test, Sam. <laughs> I'm bad at tests. That's why I left school. I'm just like, oh, I'm done with this. 
so I know Apple uh, said that they uh, are moving indefinitely to remote uh, work and are giving each employee like a thousand dollars or something. I don't know if just as a thank thanks for you know for pushing us in this direction or or to be able to continue to afford some of the amenities that is needed as a at work at home employee but it's good to see because i know they were pushing pretty hard to get people back into the office and uh then they've they've caved and maybe some other companies will start to cave and then they'll start to you know cycle around at least in the big you know fortune 500 companies uh at the very least but i Oh, what was I going to say? The uh, I forget where I, where I was. I forget my point. So, Jen, you started talking and I lost my where I was going going to go with it, but I I'm excited to see that there's other opportunities for for gift giving that are being considered and I think uh I think we need, you know, as a as a culture, I think we could use more of it. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh, there was a point. So I think something to the effect of Maybe one of you, I mean, well, I don't know, maybe Jen, you've seen this or or Sam, maybe down in Australia, but uh, they were talking about like tra- foot traffic on Black Friday being down like a significant percentage, like, I don't know, like 15% or something to that effect, right? Over, I think over 2019. And uh, then, but, but internet traffic was only up like a couple of percent points, which mm-hmm. leads me to think like, well, if people didn't go out and they didn't order more online then they had to go somewhere and the place you wouldn't be able to account for would probably be places like this can you know this candle shop and things of that nature where it's not as i guess easy for them to track like the best buys walmarts and you know targets of the world um, i think that it's such a detailed topic though because you're not really taking into account like we've had this whole through the pandemic, this shift of how we think and maybe we don't want to purchase stuff that we may have purchased before because we've realized it's not really that important. I actually bought zero on Black Friday this year for the first time ever because I was just like, I don't need anything. Yeah, I, I was thinking anything. the same thing. I was saying the same thing, Sam, that we, we have enough stuff and I think people are are realizing that, that it's not things that are making them happy. It's mm-hmm they surround themselves with and their life experiences so i mean i personally it's like what what, am, what do i need like i don't need mm-hmm. anything yeah i think i think that can account for a lot of it i think we've we've all just realigned our values and what is important with us in life and it has um, affected our spending habits yeah yeah we really are starting to truly understand what's important to us yeah and that's a good I- yeah, no, I, yeah. I totally agree. Somebody asked about this on Facebook about like what lessons have you taken away from the last like, excuse me, like two years and or or like what things, you know, is different for you now. And and one of the things that I, I wrote was, you know, making sure that I, I make time to go and do things like uh, with friends, family, as well as like live events or concerts or things that like. You never, you never know when the last one might be, you know, for mm. this band or that band or this event and really not taking it so for granted where it's like I take it for granted. Like, ah, you know, it's no big deal. I'll just do it next year. Well, next year could be the next 2020. 
<laughs> it could be the next yeah. God God forbid it'll be the next twenty twenty. And totally. and it won't just be there. So like regardless of the health or status of said group band event or whatever, you know, you just don't know what what's it's gonna bring. And and I think it helped put things into a little more into perspective for me from how I spend my time and, and doing things like that. Hmm. Totally. So before I get to my my T-Mobile mess uh, here, <laughs> that is this that I have in my hands. I'm not sure how to say Fasal. He says, uh, "Can you talk about your family's hundred million dollar business? Uh, you mentioned in, pre- in a previous video uh, what your business you do run now. Uh, I'm going to. I was thinking about this. I think I'm going to do a separate live stream just for that, talking like uh, AMA, like." backstory kind of thing especially because i have so many people coming into the channel and they don't know and i don't have like a book about that stuff in i mean i have a book here but but i don't have like a book about it on my about page anymore it's much more you know concise to just what i do now and and all that so i'd be you know i i will definitely look at doing one maybe maybe next week at this point because i'm kind of backed up for the rest of this week but i appreciate you asking and i and i look forward to to doing that so i'll, I'll get it on the schedule and hopefully people can can jump in oh That's you're you're so curious. welcome yeah thanks for being curious yeah totally. absolutely thanks for listening thanks for listening that's the that i'm i'm ever so grateful for so t-mobile <laughs> T Mobile. We are, I know. Uh, we are on the HBO. On the, yes. <laughs> so, to customer service again. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh. I forgot. I forgot about that. It's been a little. No, actually, it hasn't been that long since I talked to a customer service agent at some point. <laughs> <laughs> if you had have said that, Jen and I would not have believed you, would we, Jen? No, we would not. It, this it, is it, it is. It is. So about, I guess this was like a month ago, I get this, uh, and I don't want the address, you know, to show it. I mean, not that the video quality is super great on Restream, but they sent me from T-Mobile Business, it's important information enclosed, right? And what it's, it, this is addressed to Chrissy Steed, and it says, get your new iPhone 13 Pro on us. But they didn't send one, and they didn't just send it to Chrissy Steed at 234 Solutions at my address in New Jersey. They sent one to several people all to the same address, all care of 234 Solutions, which is the name of the LLC, my LLC, including Jeff Barnes, Dr. Jeff Barnes, I should say Dr. Jeff Barnes, Andrew Camaro, Lee Carraher, Carraher, Keith Callahan, and Hamilton Perkins. These are all people that have been on my podcast. <laughs> That's and weird. Today, and today I get even more. I think this stack might, it has Chrissy Steed again, Jeffrey Barnes, Andrew Camaro, Lee Carraher, Keith Callahan, Hamil- and Hamilton. Oh, it's the, same, it's the same ones. But why, T-Mobile? Who is doing this research? Who? Who do you have doing this? And if and whoever you have should probably do something else. I'm not saying they need to be fired. I'm just saying they should be doing something else. Because these are people that have been on my podcast, not somebody who works for me. <laughs> That's very strange. Yeah. And RIP to all those trees. Yeah, right? I'm going to recycle this, but 
that's assuming recycling actually gets to the recycling plant and actually gets recycled and et cetera, et cetera. Which I believe most of it does not. Yeah. There's a good chunk of it that does not. There's a whole video that just came out about that uh, not too long ago. I think like a Vice video or something on YouTube. Three interns in a basement. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor interns. There you interns. go. The poor interns, but probably get true. somebody. Get some, somebody should tag. Uh, where's Lou at? He should be tagging. Tag T-Mobile, T-Mobile for business on this. But I just, it's so bad. Like, why Why do I need all, like, this is a, a ridiculous amount, all sent to the same address, to the same business, with people who are not, <laughs> who don't work for me. I don't imagine if how it happened. Yeah, like, that's what, what I'm thinking like. Yeah. And is that happening to every podcast host? Are they getting those for all of their guests? It's very strange. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get one for for Sam and Jen at my house at some point, too. (laughs) (laughs) Unless somebody's playing a practical joke on you, you know how, like, you used to send pizza to people and then order it. Like, (laughs) somebody put you, like, uh, like, do this to, um, as a joke. Uh, it just reminds me of like the AOL discs, you know, free internet discs that you would get. And somebody just was like, sent. that's a re- by the way, that there's a really interesting story behind those discs. If you've never heard it, the person who came up with that principle, did, did we talk about this on the show before? No, I think, I believe it was a female who, uh, who her, the previous gig she had was the corduroy bear books where they used to send, uh, did they have these in, 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 they had them down in Australia, right? The corduroy books, like the brown bear was wearing like overalls who, who would like pull buttons to like replace his button or something like that. Oh, not that I know of, but it was a big book back when I was a kid. So, and okay. I think it was like around that time. So, yeah, they hired that lady because they they were like, well, she this book you know was widespread everywhere because they like basically send it out as part of like a book club or highlight. I think it was part of highlights, like the the magazine highlights. And and yeah, so they hired her, and and her her answer was just print all the discs and send this everywhere for free internet. Now they're all in the landfill. They are. Okay. Yeah. At least the books were books and, you know, had some, even though, even if it was a marketing ploy, (laughs) they had some, you know, I mean, I remember the corduroy books, but anyway, that's what's grinding my gears is T-Mobile needs to get their act together and... Uh, she says yes. A, a yes. I get business outreach for my prior guests all as well. That's so odd. So odd. I've never had that. I've never had that. Mind you, no one's ever sent me a pizza before either. Anyone that's listening, feel free to prank me. <laughs> feel free to send me pizza. I'll be okay with that. Get exactly. good pizza down in Sydney. Ex- Come accept, on. Well, I will accept the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never understood that prank. Like, it's not a prank. Yeah, you can eat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, send the pizza. Yeah, but if you have to pay, if you have to pay for the pizza when it gets there, it's oh, like thirty dollars no, no, no. for that's a pizza different. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> They're not no. buying that. Well, that's the whole thing. It's you're sending the pizza, so the person's on the hook for paying for the pizza. I don't think you can uh, do that now. I don't think you. I think no, because you, you have, have to pay, pay for it in advance. Yeah. Uh, I think I could still pay cash. Even the ones I order online, I'm pretty sure I could still pay cash. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I can't. the ones I order, at least okay. they they there's not like ninety percent sure cash is still an option. Okay, oh, there well, you go. Yeah. You're gonna get well, don't you me. don't you send me pizza, Joe? But Jen, you can send me pizza. <laughs> 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 oh well, all right. 
Well, yeah, so that, that wraps up all the topics that I have for this week. Did either of you have any other, any, like any, was it take my lunch money or um, one cool thing that came up this past week? I do not. But Jen's got something brewing. I can feel well, it. Well, I became aware of a company that I think has a brilliant idea. I, I just have not done business with them, but I did get on their mailing list. And it's a subscription box called Apples and Pears. And I think this is brilliant. You guys can tell me what you think. So it's a clothing subscription box that they market to women specifically who are on a weight loss journey. So who are in the process of losing weight. And so they don't want to commit to buying clothes because they're going to be at a certain size for a short period of time, but they need to clothe themselves as they're going down in size, but they don't want to spend the money on on clothing that they're not going to, it's not going to fit them for much longer. So, oh, thanks for bringing that up, Joe. And I thought this was such a great idea because I am a a self-described weight fluctuator. You know, um, I can tell, you know, I'm a different weight every year. And I have, I have clothes of every size in my closet. And it is so frustrating to not have clothes that fit your body. And it also is frustrating to have to buy brand new clothes when you are, you know, losing weight and going through this, the stages of weight loss. So I thought this is so brilliant and it's, you know, ridiculously affordable. I think you can get new clothes, clothes that fit you, clothes that are fashionable. And they also have done a really great job of fostering a community that cheerleads each other and shares their wins and their weight loss tips and cooking and recipes. And I just thought it was it was a subscription box that I thought really answered a specific need that that I didn't see anyone else addressing. So this is absolute gold, Jen. This yeah. is so good. It's only forty nine dollars a month. Yeah, it's it's really cheap. Yeah, wow. and you, you can purchase anything in the box for one price. It's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. That's it for anything, which I thought was really reasonable. So if you get something and you love it and, you know, some clothing like will fit you at various stages of, of your weight. You know, I've got like my magic shirts that fit me no matter what. And so, you know, I love that you have the option to keep something, but you can also just keep, you know, you know, switching out and have fresh clothes to wear mm. as, as your body is changing. So this smart. Is so good because people that are on a weight loss journey, very often they will hold off buying clothes and they don't feel good about themselves even though they're going through this weight loss journey because their clothes are just like, you know, hanging off them or don't fit properly. They're uncomfortable. They don't feel confident. This is so, so good. How has yeah. anyone not thought of this before? It's just know. like it makes so much sense. And I love this culture and, and it's not it, it's so the opposite of body shaming. They're like celebrate your body at like any size, like whatever size you want it to be, like you deserve to 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 wear clothes that flatter your shape and that you feel good about you no matter what size you are. But if you happen to be losing weight um, because you want to lose weight, then you know, we've got an answer for you. Uh, mm. So so good. I just, I yeah, want to support them. But, and so I'm glad I got an opportunity to talk about them because I thought, you know, just brilliant, brilliant business. Thanks for bringing this one up, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome. My, my only question is when it says four items, are we talking about like two tops and two bottoms or because I feel like that wouldn't be enough 
for you to get through. Like we don't lose weight fast enough. Like we don't lose weight fast enough for it to be like okay. At least I, I can like cycle. If it was like four outfits, I could cycle four outfits. Maybe I have one or two to kind of fill in between. And on the weekends, I just wear you know my whatevers around. And I don't know. I feel like it's not. I just I just feel like it's, it wouldn't be enough. I see what you're saying, but I think what happens is you end up like sort of building up your your wardrobe and, you know, they're not giving you a whole wardrobe for $49, but it's supplementing pieces you already have and making sure that those moments when you need something to wear, maybe you have an event or some place to go, you've got something that, that mm. fits. You know, a lot of us are working from home, so like, you know, I don't wear <laughs> most Most days I don't have hard pants on, but like when I do want to go somewhere, I want something that fits me that you know, it's flattering that I can feel confident in. So I think, I think it, it can definitely fill in those gaps. I guess, mm. I guess tops would make more sense anyway, because like you could just put a belt on. Yeah. You could change up the look. They send yeah. you a pair of pants and three tops. You know, you can make yep. that look any number of ways. So yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. So and generally yeah, no, jackets definitely. still fit. You can make the jacket still work. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think it's, it's a supplementation. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that that's awesome. Ding, ding. Great, great, Ooh, great wow. job. Yeah. Love it. Oh, well love done, it. Love Jen. it. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love seeing faces. So, you know, we're Not seeing yeah, lo- lots got, of beautiful faces. faces there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, that's awesome. Thank you so much for, for sharing there, yeah. Jen. Yeah, so I guess that pretty much wraps up uh, the business geeks for this week. We didn't we didn't get as many questions as I was hoping for in the in the chat. I forgot to ask at the beginning of the. I mean, the name of the video was answering your toughest you know business questions, but it's okay. It's okay. We got next week, so make sure you bring your questions to the chat next week, or you can send them at questions at businessgeekspodcast.com. We'll be back next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Time on Friday, Australia, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. So you can join us here live or watch the live stream. Get us over at uh, businessgeekspodcast.com. And you can also subscribe on the podcast. Shout out to your, was it your podcast, concierge? dot com mm-hmm. for yes. <laughs> for all your podcast <laughs> concierge needs of getting it edited we don't edit here it's awesome i hit the button a little too soon anyway i hope you all have an amazing week we will be back next thursday take care everyone 